Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. It's 13 after 7, and Mitch Joel is on the phone this morning. About to travel or already traveled? Oh, no, it's actually 13 after 4 a.m. here in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, that's right. right. I forgot. You you're sound in, exhausted. You're in Arizona. In <laughs> Do the I? Middle, I? I feel great. Middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, you can't fool me. 13 after 4 is never a good time of the day. You know it better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, Mitch, let's start with the uh, the uh, self-driving car thing. I, this uh, continues to fascinate me. I saw an interesting interview on the weekend with the guy who put the, um, uh, the ride-sharing service Lyft together in the United States. He was saying that he thinks in five years, Lyft will have self-driving cars, and in 10 years, Parking lots will become obsolete in places like New York City. Is it moving wow. that fast? Well, that's the amazing thing. You know, I, I bring this stuff to you guys, and we've been talking about this now for years. And self-driving cars, it feels like we haven't been talking about for years. It feels like it's sort of just getting started. And the debate we typically have, if I'm live there in my protein form, is typically <laughs> along the lines of, you guys being very skeptical of me and thinking I'm a kook and it's going to be way, way off. And of course, sure enough, um, there's this guy, Kevin Kelly, and I keep using this quote because I love it so much. He's the founder of Wired Magazine and also um, a very well-known author. And I interviewed him recently on my podcast and he said, you know, people have to understand that the future happens really, really slowly and then all at once. (laughs) And I think we are in the still very, very slowly phase, but it is feeling like it's happening all at once because we talked about this and we thought oh it'll be years it'll be years and sure enough we know that uber ran a test very recently is actually rolling out a minor fleet of these self-driving autonomous uber vehicles in pennsylvania i believe it was pennsylvania and last week um boston made an announcement that they're going to be coming on next boston officials basically said that they plan to test self-driving vehicles on the city streets by the end of the year and they're actually doing it in partnership with the World Economic Forum, which is really interesting, because they're not really saying if it's going to be Lyft, if it's going to be Uber, if it's going to be a car manufacturer. Those details are coming. Uh, they're not saying how many cars are going to be on the road yet or what that's going to be, but that it is coming. And you're right. That sort of is the next step of how will this affect things like parking spaces? Will there be zones of certain cities that will be non-human-based driving because of just pure efficiency? So scary. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And I, The thing that really drove it home for me is during this interview with the uh, uh, the guy who put Lyft together, uh, they said that it, General Motors had invested half a billion dollars in Lyft. So obviously the car companies believe this is where it's going. Well, we already see that Companies like Mercedes, for example, have a fleet of these autonomous driving trucks out in Europe that's starting to roll out for what makes a lot of sense to me, overnight hauls and things like that. And there is not a major car manufacturer that hasn't made some kind of announcement around some form of autonomous vehicles. We also know Tesla, we've talked about this before, doesn't have self-driving. It's really driver-assisted, but many people who have this technology, you know, they'll drive up north and say, 70% 70% of the drive, the car's handling it. Yeah, wow, that's really something. I, And by the way, we don't think you're a kook. We're just naturally, <laughs> no. we're naturally no, skeptical. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just play one on radio. Yeah, and uh, on the same, uh, in the same realm, uh, Walmart's looking at what, self-propelled uh, shopping carts? 
What? Yeah, I saw this and thought <laughs> Amazing. The perfect, talk about the perfect segue. That was my exact reaction, Heather B. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. If cars can drive themselves, yeah. why would any of us push a shopping cart anywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Walmart's a mess with those yeah. shopping carts. It's insane <laughs> in there. That's Isn't the end of the wall. That, <laughs> that's the end of the wobbly wheels on shopping carts, yeah. I guess. I, um, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, that's the best part is can you imagine them sort of screeching their way through the Walmart store? Yeah. It, it's not coming necessarily anytime soon, but we do know that Walmart recently applied an application suggesting that the company is either thinking about it and maybe is already working on some form of you know, self-autonomous driving right. uh, shopping cart. But, but again, think about technology, right? We have these smartphones in our pockets. Maybe even a more simple mobile device, if you don't even have a smartphone yet, you can summon it, right? You could basically say, this is where I am. And from there, the cart could basically control not only where you want it to go, but maybe even based off of the things you're buying, go in this direction, or it's more efficient to do this. You know, I I guess one of the things for me is because of the era I grew up in and because, you know, I got driver's ed for my 16th birthday Mm. and because I've been very, very lucky, I've been lucky enough to either lease or own or drive some spectacular cars, um, car you know thing. I, I just kind of love driving, and I think I'm going to miss it. <laughs> well, again, we have to. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to remove that function of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, it's interesting. I think it was last week there had been this sort of viral video passing around, and I'll send you guys the link that actually shows what traffic looks like when you move from what we're currently doing to autonomous vehicles. And the real culprit of traffic and problems are intersections and things like that. And when they explain it scientifically, you start really seeing the other side of it, which is, wow, this is going to make things that more efficient. I'm more concerned that, like, the shopping cart's going to turn on me in Walmart. You know what I mean? Trying to mow me and the kids down, you know? You know, I was was thinking of on Saturday. I was out at my restaurant on Saturday night, and I knew I was going to have a late night, so I took a cab. And I was uh, in a cab with a, uh, a cab driver who had very questionable personal hygiene, and was, ah. was also a uh, you know the you know what I mean a gas pedal tapper the guy who yes. keeps tapping. I was nauseous yeah. by the time yeah. we got to Point Claire, and halfway through I thought, I wish this was a driverless Uber. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I push this even further. How many times are you in a different city, or it might be even late at night? And you're getting into a car, and you just don't know how experienced, yeah. tired, mm-hmm. yeah. what they've ingested. And I'm not making any suggestions, but no. I've been in dri- I've been in cars where I've literally seen the driver, professional drivers, not just cab drivers, yeah. uh, well, they're professional too, literally nod off. Okay. And it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I just I, I just don't understand this. But this new social <laughs> uh, this new trend of social eating. People watching other people eat on the internet. Why? Uh, sometimes I have dinner with people I don't like to watch eat. <laughs> like I, okay, hold, I can't hold believe. On. Close your mouth. This this is a thing. Yeah. You're you're both saying why, but think about how many people you know or you yourself may take pictures of an amazing dish you're about to eat. Sure. And you post it to Instagram. We all, some of us, many of us, still think that that's the most asinine thing we could do: take pictures of our food. Well, it makes perfect sense that the iteration of pictures to video would happen in that, too. Now, it turns out that there, this is actually massive in areas already, like Korea, where it's called social eating. 
and people literally go online to watch what other people are eating. Practice is extremely popular in South Korea, and it actually is picking up steam in the U.S. We've talked about this before. There's this company called Twitch that Amazon bought for about a billion dollars not that long ago. Twitch enables anybody, all of us right now, to go online and watch other people play video games. We don't even play them. We watch someone else. It's all live streaming. So live streaming is taking off. The video is taking off. And there's this sentiment that perhaps this idea of social eating is going to expand well beyond the borders of places like South Korea and become very much going to become the norm. You might want to watch somebody in a certain restaurant. You like somebody like explaining what it is. There's a lot of armchair quarterbacking on the internet in case anybody didn't notice. Right. Yeah, I've noticed. What's your eating? Who knows? What's your app of the week? So it's not so much an app of the week, but have you guys all downloaded the brand new iOS, the operating system on your iPhones and iPads? Okay, so go for it. Now is the time to do it. Really? This is going to be for sure my app of the week, perhaps even even the month. Um, It is absolutely great. There is a ton of amazing new functionality on it. You can finally delete things like the stock apps that you never use. You can delete that now. Oh, (laughs) because I have it in a folder now, and it's labeled useless. No, but it's got great new things, especially if you like messaging in terms of stickers and and draw things. Um, There's just a lot of really interesting things, especially for people who struggle with the old uh, where are my reading glasses. You can actually enlarge things with a very cool magnifying tool that's there. Lots of very, very cool functionality there. Yeah. Hold on. Even if I have the five, though? Uh, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I'm going to assume based off of the way they do these. I mean, this is the core operating system that you're probably more mm-hmm. than safe. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Mitch, I know you're at a big fancy pants conference there, so we'll look forward to the stories next week. Google Zeitgeist. I will bring you all this stuff. In fact, today, Terry, I'm thinking of you because the first session is going to feature... Dan Rather with Jeb Bush. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be such an interesting day for you. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I want to be a fly on the wall. Well, today I get to be a fly on the Yeah, wall. there you go. Enjoy it, Mitch. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Thanks, pal. Bye-bye. Mitch Joel to talk social media and tech every Monday morning at 723. Uh, he's at a Google thing where Jeffrey Katzenberg and... Like a really, really exclusive thing. He gets invited to these things, so we'll talk about that next week with him.